Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Okay, so gang, let's move on. The first trait I notice about really shit salespeople I've met in my life is this. They sound like robots. They don't sound like people. They sound like robots. They don't sound like people. And what I mean by that is, I'll give you an example. So recently, I went to do an auction of five minutes, 10 minutes early, and I'm seeing the real estate agent taking names down of people while they're queued up. These are buyers that are queued up. The line is about 10 deep. And instead of him being able to read the play, instead of him being able to understand that his job is to be customer-centric, no, 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 no. He sat there taking like two minutes on each person, asking for their details, and then potentially to try and impress me is saying, um, name, mobile, email, are you researching, buying, or selling today? So they're repeating an exact script I've actually talked about in my real estate training business. There's nothing wrong with the script. What's wrong with the imbecile is that there's 10 people fucking waiting in the sun, queuing up, and this person is sitting there like a robot, not understanding that it's not what you say, it's who you say it, when you say it, how you say it, without sounding like a robot. So that's what I notice about some really bad people. But one of the funniest stories of all I ever heard was from Charles Tarby, who said to me that he had a salesperson that in their sales training manual said, whenever you go door knocking, you knock on the door, and when the people come up to you, you say, do you know anyone who is thinking of selling anywhere near here in the future. Like, and I don't believe in cold calling, but that's another story. And at the end of it, in the training manual, it actually said, use bodily gestures. So this guy, this idiot said this. Um, Hi, look, I'm just a local real estate person, um, just inquiring to see whether you're thinking of selling or if you know anyone selling in the future using bodily language. How fucking dumb's that, right? But why wouldn't it be dumb? Because let's be very clear here. And I know that half the audience here, half the audience here are real estate people. Let's never forget how lucky we are because our competition, our competition often is lazy and dumb, and that's why you will succeed. Why? Because it has a low barrier to entry. If you are vertical, you have a pulse rate, you're in. This is good news, guys and girls, because what it means is these are the people you compete against, people that still struggle to actually tie a shoelace. Sometimes I meet a salesperson and I say to myself in my head, this is what I say to myself, I can't believe that that was the winning sperm. I can't believe that 
he beat 10 million other sperm. That's what I actually think sometimes. But you know what? I should always think to myself, everyone is doing the best they can. And I'm learning. The next thing I was going to say is, like, you've got to understand, you've got to stop playing ping pong. Like, a lot of people are taught at sales training courses. They say that, you say that, they say that, you say that, they say that. Hey, guess what? Sometimes people forget their fucking lines. Then you're stuck. So what do you do then, right? So here's the deal. I'm going to say to you, it doesn't go to script. So that's why you basically shouldn't be a robot because what you need to understand is the minute, the minute you start getting into to and a fro with a client, you've lost, you've lost, you've lost, you might win the argument, but you've lost the business because the tension has come on. So gang, I'm going to say to you in many ways, you've got to be serving aces. You shouldn't be playing ping pong. And that's what I mean by having great, powerful dialogue and language that doesn't sound like a script. It's about telling the truth efficiently. That's what scripts are. It's telling the truth efficiently. And I always say to the people I train, never use a thousand words when 50 will do, but you've got to know your stuff. You've got to be unconsciously competent. That's how good you are. And on this point, gang, let me remind my real estate gym members that we now... Officially, from this week, tomorrow, the Real Estate Gym Podcast. It's not on iTunes. It is behind the paywall only for Real Estate Gym members. And this week's episode is winning words, scripts, and dialogues. And the content I'll be sharing on there will be content I don't put out in the public arena because I must be adding value at all times to my real estate gym members, but I'll just give you a taste of what you're going to hear on that first real estate gym podcast when you're talking to, let me think of one. Okay, when a vendor says to you, that's very expensive, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, if you think that's expensive, let me tell you, the most expensive thing you can do is to put a bad agent in front of a good buyer. Guys and girls, we got a whole podcast of scripts and dialogues. Look out for it in your real estate gym membership. Let's move on. And by the way, tomorrow night, we also have a live webinar with Chris Helder, the author of Useful Beliefs and another two good, great books. This guy is good. This guy's good. We've got a live webinar at 7.45 p.m., I'm going to get off TV on Sky Business. I do Sky Business from 7 to 7.30. Then I get off, and at 7.45 from News Corp, we're going to be filming a webinar with Chris Helder on the most important beliefs you can have. Let's move on. Quality number two of the dumbest salespeople and leaders. Let me run through. By the way, if you're enjoying the content, Press that share button. Let's have a recap. Have a drink of water. Mm. Hi to everyone that's waved on Insta. Hi to everyone that's waved on Insta. Hey, hello, Andrew, Mizzy, great real estate agent from Ray White in Victoria. Hi to everyone. If I miss someone, it, it means that I'm just concentrating on my notes. Okay, let's move on. Number two, number two. Number two, number two. People who use dumb terms. That 
is the next colleague. They just say dumb things. Let me give you an example. Hello, Georgie Soros. Hello to you all. Angelo, how you going? Sanjay, good to hear from you, from the UK. People who use... Let me give you some of the dumb terms I don't like. Here's one of them. Look, to be honest with you. What the fuck are you saying to me for the 45 minutes before that? You were just bullshitting to me? Get that out of your language, salespeople. Let me repeat that again. Look, to be honest with you. That's basically saying I've been bullshitting from the minute I met you. Oh, this one. When you ring up, when you ring one. So ring up and you say to people, um, I'm just touching base. What the fuck's that? Touching base. What does that mean? Touching base. Say what you're ringing up. What the purpose of the call in. No one touches base. What is base? Some airline fucking cryptic talk touching base. I don't know what that means. Or salespeople. When they try and close someone, I have another buyer coming in. Seriously? Or this one. This one. Um, Let me take my salesperson's hat off. What does that mean, guys and girls? Let me take my salesperson hat off so um, I can talk to you as a person because the whole time I was just fucking bullshitting to you and exaggerating and actually telling you stuff that's not really that true because I wanted to make a fucking sale? Get rid of that. Um, Or this one. Or this one. The person, you know, you know the person that turns around and says this. Oh, look, it's really easy and it only takes a few minutes. All you've got to do is save it as a CSV file, back it up, move it up, upload it, and then make sure that you've got an API going from your CRM system and it goes straight in. You've got nothing to worry about. It's really easy. Fuck it, I'm stressed already listening to you. You know, have you ever had that when someone says it's really easy and it's only going to take you a few minutes and the minute they start explaining it, you already get heart palpitations? Guys and girls, remember, people are not uh, uh, mind readers. So these are some of the dumb terms that people use. Number three, number three, this is what I've learned. This is what I've learned about salespeople and managers and leaders. Remember this, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Never, ever. I never underestimate the power of a stupid person in a large group. Hey, listen. You're talking to a guy that speaks at conferences regularly. You're talking to a guy that goes on to a TV studio that has an audience, right? And I've noticed, like, I went to a Neil Genman seminar many years ago. And I'm sitting there and Neil Genman says during the seminar that... People that have got beards are not to be trusted in sales, right? So we got a room, like it's in the city, I don't know, a thousand people. See, there's something that happens. When someone's got the stage, they have a certain power, but I can tell you, they can be fucking dangerous. So this guy sitting next to me, during the lunch break, has gone off to a barber and had his beard taken off. I still can't get over it. 
When he came back, I thought he was a different guy. And he said, I thought I'd get cracking straight away. Look, at the end of the day, I'm going to say something to you. And this is not me making reference to, you know, Neil Genman or anyone like that. I've got to say to you, some of the stuff that he said actually made sense. It was most of the other stuff that did it, right? But no one has a monopoly on the truth. And I'm entitled to an opinion. And here's what I'm going to say to you. Here's a couple of points. Number one, you should always be asking yourself this. Whenever you're listening to someone, ask yourself this. Are they saying it or are they also doing it? Number one. Number two, has this person succeeded in life? Right? Number three. Is this garbage, is this garbage wrapped up in a beautiful box with a ribbon, which is a lot of the stuff that you'll hear at a conference? Hello, Bernard. How are you, my friend? Um, like, sometimes you'll hear this. Oh, I'm going to introduce you to the three-phase buyer relationship system. What's that? That's fucking rhetoric talk. That's fucking jargon to try and sell you something that's all style but no substance. What is it? Fucking the buyer relationship system. It's really simple. Frequency builds trust. Likeability builds trust. At the end of the day, some people are going to like you more than others. But all I'm saying to you is, the longer the relationship with someone, the bigger the chance that they're going to talk to you. You want to call it three-phase, ten-phase, fifteen-phase? At the end of the day, guys and girls, all I'm saying to you is, just understand, even Hitler was a fucking leader. Even Hitler was a leader. This is the power that you can give a group like, so never underestimate, never underestimate stupid people in large groups. And I'm going to also say to you, like governments, do you know it was only 1955, 1955, when fucking the government in America actually used to make black people stand up on a bus for white people until a woman called Rosa Park said, fuck you. Why? Because I'm a woman and I'm black? I'm going to actually get up? No. So at the end of the day, be the change you want to happen. Don't be sheep. Move on. Number four. This is one for managers, sales managers, leaders, CEOs, executives. They criticize people not their behavior. That's what they get wrong. They criticize the person, but they should be criticizing the person's behavior. Now, let me just run through why, if you're a business leader here, you should not do that. Number one, it deflates people. Number two, it demotivates people. Number three, it makes people defensive. Generally, the way you do... Look, I suppose what I'm saying is this. Don't do it in public for, for a start. Uh, and the second thing, what I'm getting at is, don't actually attack the person. Attack their behavior. An example, let me role play this. People love role plays. Let me role play this. It would sound like this. Hey, listen, Chris, I have to say to you that your admin is generally very good, but I'm noticing that there has been a bit of error creep in. 
What I'd like you to do is to really relook at your admin before you send it off to someone else to sign off with. Just have a look at it, right? That is actually focusing and putting a microscope on the behavior, not on the person. And the reason why you need to become good at that is leaders that attack people, leaders that bully people, lose a lot of people. They're always losing good staff, right? Look, I gotta tell you, I had a sales manager early on in my life, and this sales manager, he never really picked that much on me, but he used to bully other people. And I used to hate him so much that I'd wanna get him out of the office, and I used to actually create fake appointments just to get him out of the office. So he would go out to a presentation that never really existed and would come back 90 minutes later or an hour later fucking pissed off, right? I'd send him out to the fucking middle of nowhere, right? Um, And one thing I'm gonna say to you, by the way, every leader that's watching and listening to this, can I say to you, one of the worst qualities that you can have as a leader is to try and take the credit of the work of the people below you. And I'll tell you why. Because they begin to distrust you and they begin not to do good work for you and they begin to want to fucking backstab you. And there's a thing and it's called karma and it's pronounced as ha ha ha, fuck you. Number five, in fact, I've got five, but I'm gonna run through three or four really quick ones. Number five, what do bad salespeople do? They narrow cast their activity. There's a new word for you, narrow cast. What they do is they use the one technique to everyone. They're so dumb that they haven't worked out that different things work for different people, so they narrow cast. The next thing that really, really dumb salespeople do is this. They get in front of the wrong people. This is a fundamental issue in sales, to be in front of the right people. The next one is this. Get ready, I know this sounds weird, They listen to their peers. Here's something that I should say to you. Think about this. 80% of the business is only being done by 20% of the people. 20% of the people are out there doing the deals. So you're sitting there listening to the 80% of the people that have got spare time. You're getting advice from the wrong fuckers. The next one is... Number eight, they don't ask. So number five, they don't narrow, they, they don't narrow cast their activity. Number six, they in, get in front of the wrong people. Number seven, they listen to their peers. Number eight, they don't ask for the business. They don't ask for the business. So they might do everything perfect. And there's even a guy that's actually on the rant right now that I had a conversation with. I'm not going to mention his name. Um, And I'd been having a conversation with him about the concept of closing. And then um, two days ago, he rang me up, pumped and excited because he just got a deal. And it was because he hadn't asked for the business 
in a practical way previously. He'd lost three deals. Let me show you the words he used. He said, if we can work out the details and you're comfortable, is there any reason we couldn't get started today? And they said, yeah, we could, yeah, if we can work it out. That is what closing is, is actually making sure that the environment and the conditions are suitable for you to get permission to move forward. Now, there's different ways to do it, but I'm telling you guys and girls, you're not selling Kit Kats to 7-Elevens. You, if you're on here, you are a deal maker and deal makers know how to close. Number nine, the last one, and then we're finishing off, guys or girls. Here it is. Number nine is this. They write long, detailed emails to a client and attach a PowerPoint deck sometimes or some long submission. If you ever, ever have an opportunity of getting on a phone for five minutes and creating transformation to another human being, then sending an email that's going to take you two hours to prepare that most probably won't be even fucking read, as Nick Carr says, keyboard warriors, always pick the telephone. Let's bring the return of the salesperson back to Australia and New Zealand. Let's bring the person that has conversations with the right people. Emails don't fucking work. Guys and girls, I want to thank you so much for the biggest thing you can give me, attention. And guys and girls, please, please, I'm going to just read out a couple of notes while I was listening to a presentation today by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Some of my big, big points, everyone watching this is a media company now. Tom Panos is a media company. What do you think I'm doing, man? I am going super hard. Another podcast. I've already got a podcast, Million Dollar Agent, I do with McGrath and Troy Malka. I'm putting on one just for my real estate gym members. We got the video. If you miss me here, you're getting me on a live stream auction. If you miss me on a live stream auction, you're going to get me on Sky Business. If you miss me on Sky Business, you're watching a YouTube video. If you miss me there, you're going to get me on Facebook. The fucking bottom line is I'm jabbing, 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 jabbing. Why? Because we are in the business of media attention. And guys, please do not underestimate it. The minute, the minute Coca-Cola and all these other big companies work out that the eyeballs now are on Facebook and Insta and you have to compete with higher prices, we're bargain buying now. 201 to 2005 was Google bargain buying. Now it's Facebook and Insta. And you know what? Let's stop whinging and complaining about, you know, with the fact is you've got to boost on Facebook, right? Look, Facebook is basically free. We're complaining about something that was free anyway. Build your audience, get content, and you know what, gang? You can become a fucking own media company and build a tribe that's got your vibe. Guys and girls, I want to thank you so much. Real estate gym members, we're in touch all week. See you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million dollar agents share their strategies.
See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next?